Yo, 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 what's going on everybody? Y'all already know we gotta start this thing off the same as every single last podcast. All right, so the reason why we do this podcast is to ask questions. We ask questions to ultimately find a solution. All right, so everybody on this podcast, there's not gonna be any hard feelings. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Everybody's in different areas of their life right now. So y'all just keep that in mind, man. Again, no hard feelings. It's always, always gonna be nothing but love. And we're just basically here to voice our opinions and find a solution to whatever problem we are presented with. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this thing started, big baby. Really, really quick, everybody. So this is gonna be a little bit different from uh, our normal steel. So normally, it's uh, it's just a regular podcast. This is a more um, in the lines of just basically getting to know the cast, getting to know everybody, like all the hosts that's on the Truth Podcast. So um, we're gonna start off by telling our stories first, and then we're gonna be grilled by each host, man. Ah, so I'm in the hot seat first. <laughs> take this dog on beating. <laughs> I gotta take it like a man, dog. And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's been so many women on my Facebook page that have been waiting for this. They've been requesting, like it's been on demand. This mofo in the hot seat, dog, for real. We're gonna go ahead and start it off like this, man. So, like I said, the first thing we're gonna do is just give a quick little spiel, a little backstory of, you know, who the person is behind the name, you know, Katie. All right, so who is Katie? So just a little background on me, man. Um, so I started off as a, uh, I mean, I guess you can say mean. I really didn't talk to too many people. Uh, seventh grade was really when I started kind of like getting in trouble, got locked up. Uh, sent away to DJJ uh, for about a year. Um, came back my eighth grade year. Uh, got involved with football a little bit, man. Uh, still a little bit rocky. Ended up getting in trouble again, uh, going down the road. Um, it was a prison farm. Uh, let me see. And I actually missed my... 10th or 11th grade, it's been so long, man. I don't even know. I either missed my 10th grade or my, my 11th grade year in, during football. And uh, after that, I uh, got back. The coaches were pretty much done. They were kind of done with me, man. They were, I mean, I was still a good player, but they were just looking at it like this. All those teams that was coming to, to check on me, Tennessee, they were, they were wanting me, um, Clemson. All those, those schools that were asking about me, you know, when they came back to check on me, nowhere to be found. My coaches didn't know where the heck I was. My teammates, some of my family members, none of them knew where the hell I was, man. I was locked up. I didn't tell anybody because I honestly didn't think that I was going to be going down the road. Uh, I thought I was going to get a little slap on my wrist because I played football. But anyway, uh, end up getting out. Uh, end up playing my my last two years and uh, went to a a prep school. After I got out of prep school, I ended up going to, uh, to Benedict for a few years. Did a few years up there, was trying to find my way around. Ended up moving to Charlotte with a lady that had about five kids. And uh, 
you know, we had it out or whatnot, man. Went through some trials and tribulations with her. Uh, was homeless for a while. And I don't mean like when most people say homeless, like they slept in their car. I didn't have any car. I actually slept on the ground. I slept in some old apartments, uh, like right up the street from, uh, from my jobs. And I did that for a few months, looked around, found some, uh, some, some little apartments, end up uh, putting my application there. Finally, uh, got off the street, was able to put my clothes and stuff, take my clothes out of the, uh, out of one of my jobs that I had in it. And nobody really knows any of this stuff right now. I don't even think my mom, my mom and my pops don't even know about this. Because what I was thinking about was, I'm not going back home. I don't give a damn what I gotta go through, dog. If I gotta sleep on the street, like I'm gonna sleep on the street. I am not going back home. I refuse it, man. So spent a few months uh, on the street, man, got my apartment and I uh, was working at Walmart and the YMCA for about two and a half years. And I was trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do with my life. And I was like, you know what? We've been working nonstop. I'm talking about from five in the morning to almost 11, sometimes a little bit later at night, six and seven days straight. Like, bro, we got to figure out like, I mean, this is cool. Like life is cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm working, but I don't necessarily need to be working two jobs because my rent is only like $420 for a two bedroom, one bath. <laughs> yeah, I had a maid, dog, for real. <laughs> Work. <laughs> We're living good. Anyway, um, so anyway, after two and a half years, I end up going to, uh, I put in my, um, not my two weeks notice, but I put in my vacation time. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna go to Atlanta, then I'm gonna go to Miami to try to figure this out. Went to, to Miami for, you know, a little while. Down there, I was like, eh, you know what, we're gonna go out to Miami, man, see what's up. So did everything I wanted to do in Miami. And I sat in the room for like two days straight, just sat in the inside of my hotel room, really not talking to anybody. I mean, I was on Facebook here and there, but you know, not really having any, any conversations like that. I was just trying to figure out like, bro, what do you enjoy doing? Couldn't figure it out. Like, man, I like working out. You know, I don't mind it. I tried doing the other uh, personal training. I like doing it, but it's not something that I love doing. So yeah. I was like, I've always been obsessed with freaking video. Absolutely. I don't know what it was about like video being in behind the camera, being in front in, in front of a camera. I just, I don't know. I just loved it. And I was like, you know what, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's try YouTube. Let's see, let's see how that go or whatever. You know, we can go ahead and start our own business, you know, get a little LLC or whatnot, what have you. And I was like, okay, so that's where I'm going to go with this thing. So I ended up getting back to uh, Charlotte and I ended up putting in my two weeks notice at Walmart because they weren't willing to work with me. I thought I'd bust my ass for them for like two and a half years coming in and doing pretty much everything. Bending over backwards, coming in when I wasn't supposed to and everything, man. Staying over from what, uh, 2 p.m. all the way until 4, almost 5 a.m. and having to go back to my next job. So I was working like back to back some days because they wanted me to stay over. But anyway, I put in my two week notice there and I was just working at uh, the YMCA Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. 
when I started doing YouTube. And I started watching this dude named Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat, white YouTuber, man, cool dude, but his work ethic is out of this freaking world. And I was like, yo, bro, I feel like that's someone that I can honestly relate to. Like, when nothing else makes sense, it seems like you can always just put your head down, grind, and work. And when you pick your head up, you know, somehow, you know, the universe, it'll, it'll make it make sense somehow. And this dude, man, grinds from like four in the morning to like one, one at night, two, and then get up and go jogging. I was like, yo, bro, this is it right here. This is what I want to do. I want to start vlogging. That's what I want to do. I want to get into videography. I want to really build on this thing. End up getting my LLC, started YouTube, started getting paid on YouTube, started getting sponsors and stuff through YouTube. Uh, and I get paid for for videos. I, I got my own little uh, LLC business. Um, I get paid off of Amazon, the whole nine, man. So that's my whole little spiel, man. You know, just a little, uh, a little quick. I think that was like five minutes, maybe a little bit more than five minutes of who who Katie is, man. So the next part is what everybody's been waiting on, man. Devontae, he's gonna grill me a little bit. He's gonna ask me some questions, and I'm gonna be. Completely honest. Y'all already know how I rock, man. I'm completely open and honest on YouTube. So we're going to go ahead and carry this thing over to the podcast, man. Everybody been waiting on this thing. So let's go ahead. Let's let's get it, man. What you what you got for me, dog? You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Audio. How's my audio? Perfect, man. Perfect. Okay. Over, dog. <laughs> All right. I got a couple questions for you. I'm going to grill you. Um, we're just going to. We're just gonna start with the first one. All right. So number one is, are you the best version of yourself? Uh no, man. No, absolutely not. I feel like um mentally, man, mentally, I went through a lot of stuff in my life. Uh, and I haven't seen like a professional therapist or anybody about it. It's been pretty much just brushing it off. I feel like, you know, like most people. You know, I can handle it, man. As long as I'm not at the breaking point where I'm thinking about, you know, driving off a cliff or, you know, doing something crazy, then I'm good. But when in all actuality, man, you know, I feel like we all need therapy in some way, form or fashion. And all of the stuff that I've been through in my life, all the relationships and stuff that I've had with, you know, different women, you know, uh, different encounters with people, man, I've been through so much emotionally. I feel like I am nowhere near where I need to be emotionally or uh, mentally like you know emotions when it comes to men when it comes to guys you know how we raise our boys we're always taught to uh not cry not show any emotion don't talk about your feelings because in this society it's viewed as weak you know and people even go as far as calling it the b word now man you are you a b you know that's that's all you think about man and honestly man I I really want to get to the point where I'm open to really start having these uncomfortable conversations to honestly, like talk about all the things that I've been through and all the different emotions and stuff that I go through on a day-to-day -day basis, man. Uh, and physically, physically, I, I still feel like I'm nowhere near, near where I want to be. Um, because what, when what I'm are you afraid of, I don't say that again. What are you afraid of? What do you think is holding you back from being able to have those uncomfortable conversations? 
Man, uh, to be honest with you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of what people are going to think, you know, for the longest. I mean, people, when they view me, man, they view me as, you know, well, the people in Rock Hill anyway, hard, always want to fight and all this other stuff, man. When in all actuality, man, I, I still at times feel like that, that scared little boy, you know what I'm saying? That, that feel like, you know, if you don't act tough, you don't act hard, you're going to get somebody that's going to come up and that's going to try to bully you. So I'm always displaying that doggone, that hard side of me instead of displaying what I feel like is the best part of me. You know, the goofy, you know, outgoing guy, love to laugh, love to talk, sit there and interact with everybody. Um, I'm gradually moving, moving more towards that now, but I'm still a little bit hesitant, man, again, because, you know, you, you encounter people outside of your immediate circle all the time. And, you know, I'm comfortable was showing emotion to those people that I can trust. But I always think about, you know, those other people that's just sitting out there, like people that haven't really met me like that, they don't really know me like that. They be like, oh, he's showing, he's showing a weakness. That dude, like that dude weak, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, man. I just don't wanna, I don't wanna go backwards. And I feel like most of the time, man, that's what it is, man. I feel like if I show any sign or I show any, I, well, if I'm, if I'm showing emotion, I'm showing weakness. Well, let me let me let me tell you something. When I asked you that question, I noticed you named everybody except for one person, and that's yourself. Mm. You you mentioned everybody, what everybody else thinks about you, and what everybody feels about you, and everybody else, but you failed to leave out yourself. Mm. So I'm gonna ask you this question: What do you think about yourself outside of what everybody else thinks? gonna take everybody else out the equation what do you feel about LaCarrie Dickerson man um honestly man I feel like you know I got a lot to offer to the world man I feel like like I said I'm an outgoing guy man love to laugh I do a really really great job when it comes to inspiring people I honestly feel like that's a part of my calling being able to, to get up speak to people talk to people and I got a a lot of things that I can relate to people off of, man. Like I done been through a lot of shit, man. And I feel like a lot of people pretty much go through a lot of things in life. And I think me, man, I'm able to read a room better than most people. Like I can go and, you know, be able to interact with, you know, the homeless guy, the, uh, the black guy, the white guy, the, the girl, the, uh, the supervisor, the, the president, I, I'm able to, to somehow to be able to connect with all of these different individuals, man. So I feel like that's the best part of me, man. And I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to get there, man. It's, it's over 18 years of pretty much just piling up dirt on, you know, emotions and everything that I've always been taught. So it's really going against the grain right now. And I'm, I'm trying. That's why I say I honestly need some type of, um professional help for real when it comes when it comes to that because my out my outlook even though i think it's cool man it's still it's still a lot of stuff that i gotta i gotta work on personally and everybody that know me man know i hold myself to a higher standard when it comes to a lot of things yeah so listening to it i mean I see that you're a very, very selfless person, and that's a very good trait. But 
with every selfless person, there has to be a time when you have to be selfish because you have to be your own best friend before you be friends with anybody else. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, As yeah. You, you know, you, you saying, the first thing you said out your mouth is, I have a lot to give to the world. Yeah. Give to LaCarrie. That can keep that can keep LaCarrie mentally stable, physically stable, mentally strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What can yourself to give you that drive to get to the next level? What can you do for yourself? Take everybody else out the equation. Maybe what's holding you back is you, you know what I'm saying, not helping yourself. You are so selfless because you so you so busy worried about everybody else trying to help everybody else out, but you fail to leave yourself out of the equation every time. And so maybe it's not that you need help. It's you, yes, I mean, that part when you say you need help, I agree with that part. Mm-hmm. You need help helping you. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's something that LaCary has to do for himself. You know what I'm saying? You have no problem helping other people. The only problem you help you have is helping yourself. So if you look at yourself and your issues and whatever you got going on with you, only you know what's going on. So you can kind of just look at your own self and say, okay, let me let me put everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I got going on. Okay, I got that going on. What can I fix? That's the first thing you should think of. What can I fix? Because some things that we, that's out of our hands. Only God can take care of that. Yeah. And right. if we can't fix, that's don't that, that's that's what we pray about. Pray God help get the, you know what I'm saying, eliminate these issues that I got that I can't physically put my hands on and, and, and fit, you know, handle myself. Mm-hmm. The other stuff is try to sort it out. Okay, what, what's the easiest thing to do? What's the hardest thing or what's the easiest thing? What whichever is more comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. That's how you gotta look at it. So once you look at yourself and look at yourself as a as a project as a whole, instead of looking at other people's projects and trying to fix theirs, their issues, if you put in the same effort as you do put helping somebody else mm-hmm. to help yourself, you'll be ten you'll be ten steps further at least. I got you. I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you say you need therapy, you need physical, you need self-therapy. Mm-hmm. You need to focus on yourself, focus on what you got going on with yourself mentally. You know what I'm saying? Put everything on the, on the table, talk to yourself, have some time with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You you say you like doing videography, try doing some writing down or, you know, record yourself and just talk to yourself. And maybe that self-therapy, you can actually listen to what you're saying to yourself about your own self. Mm-hmm. And you can actually fix your own problem. Cause you listen to everybody else's problem all day, right? And you able to look at you able to listen to it, and you figure it. You you know, so you like, I just heard what you said, and blase blase blase. This is how you do that. This is how you do that. If you do the same thing for yourself, imagine how far you'd be. You wouldn't be sitting there saying, oh, "I need to go to physical. I need to go to therapy." Or I'm, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Just listen to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Stop. I mean, be you know, take some time to just be with care. Just be like. Damn dog, Kiki, you know, this is what's really going on with me, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just start writing the shit down, just start recording, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And 
everything has just come out, right. you know, and they go, it can't, it ain't go, it might not come out the way you want it, but it's just gonna come out. Everything is just gonna flow, you know, record everything, record yourself with everything that you want to fix and everything that's wrong with you and everything that's blocking you from getting to the next level of where you want to be. Gotcha. You, gotcha. Yourself, you hit record and you go back over and watch that whole thing. Mm -hmm. You'd be able to solve your, your own problems, man. Gotcha, gotcha. You know? Yes, sir. That's, that's, the, that's the best advice I got for you on that one. What are some decisions you made that has landed you in the situation that you are in now? Oh, man. Um, for the longest, man, I, I honestly, I ain't gonna say I feel like, for the longest, I have allowed the wrong head to think for me. And it has really, I'm not gonna say it's 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 changed changed a lot. When, hold on, when you say the wrong head, are you speaking of you letting somebody else sex. think for you? No, yeah, sex. I allow sex to pretty much oh. yeah leave my life for I'm gonna say probably about six seven years, man. Late bloomer, man, and I was just like, yo, when I when I got started, dog, it was oh man, we going. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Discover myself at a uh, <laughs> later after everybody else because I'm a, in Northwestern, man. It was really, really common for people to either already had lost their virginity or lose it between, like, I'm gonna say, especially like the black kids. Oh, yeah, first oh, yeah. year of high school. You oh, you saw it. Yeah, I didn't lose mine until the second, almost the second. Was it the second year, I believe? Yeah, I think the, the second year. Late bloomer, man. And I started feeling myself, you know what I'm saying? The, the chick that I was I was dealing with, she was out there, you know, started off with good rumors, telling all the other little chicks and whatnot. So, you know, they look question marks popping up over their head. They hit me up trying to holler at me, you know, and... I pretty much took that little momentum, man, even though I was pre pretty much still kind of like a, uh, a mean guy. You know, only dealt with one chick, uh, my high, my first high school girlfriend, and then my second high school girlfriend uh, after I had got, got back from being locked up, which is technically my high school sweetheart, man. Yeah. After, well, once I got to college, it was, uh, it was pretty much just, man, I'm just going to deal with older women, dog. I'm just gonna deal with older women because these these little young chicks they ain't they ain't hanging with me, man. And that right there, dog, that attention, that attention was something that I wasn't used to getting. And I was on social media, you know, I'm getting inbox messages from all of women. I'm talking about you know videos, pictures, everybody sending all kind of stuff to my inbox, man. So yeah, I was feeling I was feeling myself, man. I was feeling myself at a at a at a young age. And I allowed that to pretty much kind of like almost derail derail me off the dog on tracks, I guess you can kind of say. But yeah, yeah, those those situations def definitely messed me up, man. So how long ago was this? Uh so I'm gonna say it started, it started about, if I'm being completely honest. Cause uh, I was actually still talking to my high school girlfriend the first year of college. So mm -hmm. we were still good. 
as soon as we broke up, I started dealing with um, an older woman. And so I'm going to say that was probably about 2011. So I'm going to be honest, from 2011 until about 2018 was pretty much just, that's what pretty much ran my life, dog. If I'm being completely honest with you, that's all I really honestly thought about. Sex, working out, and getting a little bit of money here and there. Football wasn't in the picture anymore. You know, I hadn't lost my love for football. Um, I was still working, but, you know, I was in Rock Hill working, and, man, I don't know. I was I was somewhat of a, a favorite, so I was doing any and everything. Like, I, I remember going to work for, like, 30-something minutes, clocking in and then clocking back out because I didn't feel like working today, and it was completely fine with my manager, allowing me to do whatever, whenever, I was staying with my dad at the time. You know, moms didn't play that. You know, mm. moms, you ain't gonna be bringing no dog on, no, no chicks up in this house. That ain't, that ain't gonna happen, dog. For real. Right. Right. But, but pops, he, you know, he had his own business, so he wasn't really there like that. So the house was pretty much empty. It was just me and my brother was working. So it was just me and the dog on crib. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a well, horn dog. Hey. <laughs> Let's go. Hey. Play with you. <laughs> hey, nobody here going to come on up. Hey, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. So that was that wasn't too long ago. So you have um so you you moved on from that. So because um I know we've had some conversations um on the side and you said that you have put your focus into your work. Like you, you trying to just, you know, get to where you, you know. Mm-hmm. So what, how far are you from your, your, your goal? Like, do you have a certain, I mean, a set goal that you want to reach at that you feel like you would be at the best version of you? Absolutely, man. So, um, uh, and I kind of got to give a little bit of credit to, uh, to the guys that I pay attention to now, um, Anton Daniels, Kevin Samuels, the whole nine. And it all starts with appearance. For the longest, man, you know, I really didn't give two shits about what my hair looked like. Um, you know, the things that I wore, the whole nine, man. But they kind of forced me to, to really take a, take a look at myself. Like, look at yourself in the mirror, man, honestly. Like, how, when you go out into the world, like, how, how do you look? And, you know, like my coach said, man, when you look good, you feel good. When you get that right. fresh cut, you just like, yo, let's get out of here, dog. I want to be your, seen. Yeah, boost confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. You know so, um, I was thinking about, you know, when I was in high school, for the most part, it was ball and shorts, hoodie. You know what I'm saying? Because I already right, know right. every day we're going to be practicing football. What's the, what's the purpose of me dressing up? I used to look at my brother and I used to look up to him because my brother picked out his outfit every single day of every doggone year, bro. I'm talking about every day. All, always look good. Dressed for success. And now he's a uh, successful barber. He's doing really, really well for himself. So right now what I'm currently doing, man, I'm working on my appearance. So each and every week I'm thinking about like grooming. I'm paying more attention to that. Like you know, has my hair been been retwisted? Do I got a, you know, I haven't had a tape line. Oh, I haven't had a tape up in a year. Yesterday, 
was my first time getting my hair taped, dog. It's been crazy. And what they try to tell you is it's cool to go work out. Like, that's cool. All, all, all of that is cool. You know, it's cool to focus on the money, focus on the business, but don't lose sight of yourself. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure, man, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're keeping yourself up, man. Each day that you, you step out into the world, you know, you want to look successful. You want to feel successful and you will be successful. So I'm paying a little bit of attention more now, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, working on my grooming, you know, making sure, you know, I'm dressed to a T. Like I'm actually about to get get fitted for the second time for a, a tux, you know, the little shoes or whatnot. Starting to look into my like, like little button up shirts and whatnot. Like I'm still going to do like the, uh, the athletic wear. But it's going to be right. more on a grown man uh, sort of thing. I mean, because I got a business that I'm trying to run. And right. when I reach out to companies and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They want to, when they look at me, they, oh, yeah, he looks like he's successful. Like he's ready he's ready to take on the doggone world. And you know what I'm saying? You ain't going, ain't too many people going to take advice from the doggone person that's looking like a bum. That's bummy out here, man. For real. So, so besides updating your appearance, mm-hmm. what else is a goal, a goal line for you? Uh, uh, what about uh, relationship-wise? Like, yeah, so, what, what uh, yeah, so I honestly, I do want to be married, but I honestly feel like before I get to marriage, because the type of guy that I am, man, and all my, everybody that I've been in a relationship, they will tell you, one thing about me, I am definitely a protector. You know what I'm saying? I'm not overprotective, but, you yeah. know, what I'm I don't play about mine. And that's family, that's friends, that's anybody. Anybody that I'm close with, I will go to war for. I right. do not play about mine. Another thing is I'm a provider, man, you know, and I honestly feel like I have not been at that point in my life since a little bit after college. Like I was doing really, really well for myself. I was doing some stuff I had no business doing. And, you know, that's the reason why I, was, I had that got locked up. But I was doing well enough to be able to, you know, treat my girl, take her out and all that. And I want to honestly be able to provide for my potential wife. And so you want to be financially stable? At, yeah, at least at least close to. Because I'm, I'm, I'm excellent when it comes to budgeting. So I'm not saying that I got to be making like 100000 you know, $10,000 per month, all that. I'm not saying that. But I want to be financially comfortable to the point where I can support me and I can support her. You know what I'm saying? Like, babe, don't worry about it. I got this. Like when we go out to eat, your man got you. So is there a set, is there a set um, amount that you're looking for as far as uh, finance? I mean, like a certain amount of money that you want to be making a year. Yeah. I mean, you feel I, like you will be at your best. Yeah. To be, to be honest with you, if I was to put a number out there, it'll be somewhere, somewhere between the ranges of 80, to anything up from there, man. 70 will be on the low end, but anything 80 and up, I honestly feel like, yeah, man, that'll, that'll be more than enough. Because again, I am excellent when it comes to budgeting. I'd be able to, you know, take care of the bills, still be able to take her out. We still able to go on vacation. I'm able to take care of my kids. If my family need anything and we still got some money left over just in case we run into any, you know, any hardships or something like that. I want to make sure that I have that foundation before I bring anybody into my world. That's just me. Okay. So, so you have, you have a, you have a steady job now. You, you mm-hmm. doing all right for yourself now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think where you are at right now that you can provide for your woman right now? No, 
Absolutely not, man. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I got to think about my kids as well. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just me, but I have my children. And right now, no, man, I, I would not. I don't honestly feel like I'll be able to bring a woman into this world and be able to support her in that way if I was. So do you want you want your woman to to be you you want your woman you want your woman to have her own or you want a woman to stay at home I, honestly I, I do want her to have her own like i do want a woman that you know gets out grind or whatever you know what i'm saying but i still want her to be comfortable in her feminine and i feel like when women most i'm gonna say the women that i have encountered um they give off more masculine energy when you know when it's bills and all this other stuff I feel like they're the most comfortable when, you know, their man is at least doing 51% or taking on at least 51% of the load. I honestly feel like the women that I have encountered, you know, they're a little bit more feminine and they're more comfortable with who they are when I'm just going to say I'm doing my part. I'm being who I am. I'm being who I naturally am. And and I'm going to be honest with you right here. Um, the guy that I am right now, um, there are you are happy I, with the guy that you are right now? Um, I absolutely love who I am, but again, I hold myself to okay. a higher standard, but I want, okay. I want well, okay. Okay. Hold up. Pause right there. So mm-hmm. you just said you are happy with the guy that you are right now, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, of course, you know, as a human, you want changes as an upgrade. You want to be a better version of you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you are happy where you at right now, right? Just me so, and my, my own little world, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, you got your own, so you got you got you got your own place and everything. You got your own finance. You're taking care of yourself, right? And you're happy with where you at right now, right? I'm I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty happy. Okay, so what if you find a woman that has her own, right? She has the same thing, you know, and she's happy with herself and she's happy with you. Mm-hmm. She like you just as you are. What will stop you from, you know, A, making her your wife, and B, what would, what would be a doubt in your mind that you haven't reached the best version of you? Okay. I mean, you already, I mean, because you happy, you happy with who you are, mm-hmm. and you got somebody that, that's willing to accept you for who you are, and they got their own thing, and they trying to grow just like you. Yeah. So... So let are me, you are you looking for somebody like that? So I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to dissect this a little bit. Um, and this is why I say I honestly I need therapy, man. Because honestly, even if she was to have her, you know, she got everything going for herself and everything, I still just me being me. If I'm being completely honest, I would not feel like a man. I wouldn't I wouldn't feel right. If I'm not at least doing at least 50, at least doing, you know, 50, pulling my weight at least 51% of the time. So and, if you got, okay, so where you at right now, mm-hmm. you've taken care of yourself, right? Right. Anybody, you are you getting any assistance and anything from anybody? You paying your own bills, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So if you find somebody, right, she's yeah. taking care of herself, you right. taking care of yourself, y'all on the same page here. Yeah. So y'all... Technically, y'all doing y'all own, y'all put she not having she don't have to take care of you. Right. Yeah, no, no. I, I so you, you you are a man. 
Because you're right. taking care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You're taking care of yourself. She's taking care of herself, right? Now, her job as a woman is to help you get help you achieve your goal. And the same thing for you. Your job, your job as a man is to help her achieve her higher goals. Mm -hmm. So if y'all are on the same page, what's stopping you? Okay, so again, um, so this would this would be if you're looking for like a 50-50 type of relationship or some people say 100 100. I mean, that's what that's, that's I mean, that, that's what you you saying you're looking for. You say you're looking for that 50-50 thing. Oh, so you, when, wanna, you say you was 51. able to, you want to be able to Yeah, 51. So even if I'm doing my part, I still want to be be the person in the relationship, the man in the relationship that goes that extra mile. So when we go out there like if we're going out to eat or whatever, like I don't want her I don't want her paying for anything. I honestly, I, I want to do those things. I want to make sure that I'm taking her out, you know, doing, you know, different little things here and there. And I, I honestly don't feel like I'm, I'm there right now. Like between everything that I have going on is right, right now. I just don't, I don't see it, man. Do so you think the, I feel that, I feel that the proper communication with your partner, y'all can, y'all can arrange the proper arrangements to have that without the extra money. I mean, you can make that, you can make the extra money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, but where you are at right now, y'all can make the arrangements where, you know, when it comes down to the meals, she just cooks the meals. She go grocery shopping, she go and she cooks the meals. When y'all mm -hmm. go out to eat, you pay for her to eat. You pay, you pay for dinner. Yeah. That, it can be something that simple. It could, you know what I'm saying? It could be. Um, like I said, and, 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 and y'all both doing your part. Yeah, this is based on the women that I've encountered. You know what I'm saying? So it may be some some women out there that are like that. And again, I'm gonna try to make sure I keep it on me though. Um, just this is again, this is a mental thing, man. This is a, this is a really really mental thing. You know, I look at, you know, guy guy supposed to be pretty much pay everything. So when I bring her into my world, because you know, once you become in a relationship, you're you're one. And if I want to be married with this woman, you know, I don't know if she's staying in an apartment or whatever. That means she's going to come and stay with me now. And I want to be, I have to be that provider. I have to. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to get in a relationship if I honestly feel like I can't provide. And I know what I'm capable of when it comes to saving money. Like, I don't spend money on anything, like, for real. Like, I will, man, I can, I probably still got my damn dollar from the fifth grade, dog, for real. <laughs> so you want her to be your partner, right? Uh, I mean, because y'all, I mean, in, in a relationship, it's a team, a team of two. Well, sometimes you have uh, multiples of three and four. That's beside the point. We're talking about. Two people. You talking about two people? You and the you and the woman, right? Yeah. So y'all y'all have a team of two, correct? True. Don't. In order to win, don't one hundred percent of the team they they both got to participate in the team. In some type of way, yeah. I still right. Feel like so you you need you need participation from both teammates mm -hmm. in the to make a team, right? Yeah. So if you consider her your teammate, and you basically want to do everything what do you expect for her to do if she's supposed to be your teammate so she's supposed I'm, to have your back right absolutely so she's going to be in the back she's going to have my back make sure you know nothing happens back there but my job as a man as a leader 
is to make sure we're going in the right direction. So I want to make sure financially that I'm able to do the things that I need to do to take care of us, you know, so just in case she lose her job or something, do I have enough money saved that, you know, if this not rent, but if our mortgage is, you know, 2,200 a month, she lose her job. I'm only making 1,500, you know what I'm saying? And then when you think about utility, like I just think about all of that stuff before I get into a relationship now, everything, all of that stuff is going to go into account. That's, that's, it may be me overthinking, but that's just how my brain, that's just how my brain works. Again, that's why I say I need therapy. I need therapy because therapy, ultimately, hopefully, it'll kind of help me, you know, change, maybe change my thought process or force me to look, look at it in a different way. But right now, so, honestly, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in my so, ways. So you said uh, a few minutes ago, you said, you gave me some numbers. You said 70, 80,000, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said once you get that amount, yeah, then you be you be you be cool. Had I guess you meant steady. had that yeah, saved up. Yeah, at least at least well, I want to be like steady steady income. You know what I'm saying? At least like two to three years of that. Then yeah, I'm gonna be good. Okay, so you have kids, right? Absolutely, yes, sir. Okay, and you have other expenses. Besides taking care of children, you have a mortgage, you have a car, you have all other expenses. Uh, things happen where you have to spend money. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. No matter, no matter how much you say, okay, I'm gonna put this to the side. This is just for that. I could do this. It's always gonna be something. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it's gonna happen, but you know, you can prepare for anything, but you can always fall short, mm -hmm. no matter what amount you put on it. Yeah. My thing is this, if you got somebody that's a teammate mm -hmm. to help you get that and above. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Y'all can reach, you You and another person, you and your woman, y'all can reach that goal in the short amount, in a short amount of time. Right. But that yeah. don't make you less of a man, the fact that she helped you get there and pass that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. That's, so that's she helps you get there in a short amount of time. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if if something to happen, you had to spend a little extra money. Guess what? You got your partner right there. You know what I'm saying? She had your back. Yeah, your half. I mean, your half that you put in that eighty thousand plus her eighty thousand that she put in the pot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's always best to have somebody with the same drive as you, on the same page as you. So if you find that, that value of a person triples the amount that you're trying to put on your problem, that you're trying to put on that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I feel you, I feel you. You see what I'm saying? So you you find you somebody that that has that drive and just, you know, you know, that's just not no sit, in that, sit down type person, no bench yeah. player, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's, yo, know, pip into your Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. You know, so if you, is that for, if, what I, my point is, is if that person come across, don't, don't be afraid to take her hand and, you know what I'm saying? The marriage, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because God put her there for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you've been, you, you 31, just like I'm 31. I'm sure you have had, you've been around a lot of good women that fit that description, but she was afraid. Oh. Absolutely. You was afraid that you wasn't man enough to be her man. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree 110%. Yeah.
Therapy, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna need yeah. it though. For real. Like hey, just you gotta realize, man. You gotta realize, man, it. what you 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 gotta realize what, what God has provided for you. You know what I mean? And what you you know, God is a God of uh God of surprises. You know what I'm saying? You 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 never know we gonna bless you with. True. You know, so I'm just saying. Man to man, if God bless you with that type of woman, man, don't scare away because you're scared of yourself. Right, right. We're gonna get there, man. I'm working. I'm working on it, dog. Trying to become the best version of me as we speak, dog. For real. Hey, hey, it's, <laughs> it's a work in progress, man. All you gotta do, man, is just keep on living, man. Yeah. Right. Keep on living and learning. But I ain't go. I ain't go preach to you. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you the next question. How many children do you have? Five. You got five children? Yes, sir. All right. Do you want any more? Um, to be honest with you, I'm definitely open to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> if my okay. wife knows them. I'm definitely, I'm definitely down to have more children. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And it's good that you open, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, you might happen to your your missus right might be a woman who don't have any children, she wanna, she might be a woman that wanna have children of her own. So that's good to have that openness to be open to, you know, provide with those, those yeah, monitors. Yeah. yeah, I commend you on that, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, most people after they didn't, after they didn't have like two, man, listen, dog, that's it. That's it, dog. <laughs> I got you, I got you. That's what's up, man, that's what's up. Hold on one second, I got, I'm gonna ask you the next question. Um. Have you ever been married? No, uh, no, I've never been married. You've never been married? No, no, man, I've never, never been married. <laughs> oh, shoot, what's up, man? Was, was you, was you ever close to it or what happened? I, I, so I've never been marriage-minded, ever. Um, I grew up, you know, uh, single parent, you know, uh, my mom was never married. My grandmother was. But, you know, I heard some stories from my grandmother and it seems like every time I heard about marriage, it was never anything positive about it. So mm -hmm. I didn't look at marriage as, you know, yo, man, I got married. That's a good. I didn't look at it as a good thing. I honestly, right. my view of marriage was like a freaking life sentence in prison. You know, you're going to sleep with, be with the woman, be with one woman for the rest of your life, you know. And sometimes, like, what if she's not the right one, you know, and then my grandmother, you know, she had to deal with, she had a lot of stuff she had to deal with my grandfather, and, you know, in the Black community, you know, we deal with infidelity all the freaking time, man. I mean, that's all we freaking hear about. And the good marriages, for the longest, like, people don't pay any attention to those. But when you hear about a bad marriage, it seems like it blows up, like, just like, just like media, man, anything negative, People always take it and they magnify it. That's all that they talk about. Or if people are in a relationship, the only thing that you hear about are the bad things, not the good things. So for the longest, I was like, man, what's the purpose of me being in a relationship? And what's the purpose of me being in a relationship and getting married if all of these people are going through all of these things? So for the longest, I honestly was not marriage-minded. So, you know. Uh, it, seemed, it seemed to me with that situation, man, you were focused on everybody else. Mm -hmm. And you kind of looked at it as like, damn, if they couldn't do it, I exactly. couldn't do it. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no point in me even trying, which is, you know, a child a childish mindset. 
So this next question will kind of tie into the next question I'm going to ask you, um, but it's a little different. Um, are you willing to try? Um, as far as marriage, man, absolutely. Like, to be honest do you with you, that is- do you feel like you can do it? Like, I mean, that was that was growing up, and now you reach the age of thirty-one. Are you mentally? Do you think that you, Carrie Dickinson, can can get married and manage a marriage? Do you think I, you're man enough to do it, despite I, what you've seen? Honestly, yeah, man, absolutely. Like, man, when I think about marriage now, man, man, I mean, I know it's gonna be tests and trials, but to be able to wake up to one person for the rest of my freaking life. Man, listen, dog, for real, yo, that's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like, the couples that I talk to now, like, we actually did, that's, that was another beautiful thing about uh, what I do on YouTube, being able to meet different people, different couples, them sharing their stories, like, all of the, all of these great things that I've been freaking missing for so long, like, man, that's, that's big, man, when you get home, able to sit there, talk to your, your, your spouse, Tell them about your day, all of the crazy things that happened, taking that one person on trips and stuff with you. You know, y'all go to the movies, going out to eat, just laughing and experiencing life together. Bro, it's right. it, nothing, man. Yo, bro, that right there to me, to me, that's success. I find that dog on that, that woman that, you know, I can be myself around her. She can be herself around me. Yo, man, like, bro, we're going to rock to the end of this world, man. Can't nobody tell us different. It'll be us against the world. Like, for real. Put your back against mine, man. I got you. For real. I was, man, yo, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm looking forward to coming to the wedding, man. I'm hey. to leave, man. <laughs> you know? Shoot. No, I'm coming to that day, ah, ah, Let's go. Just let me know. Just let, let me know. Just let me know. South Carolina, North Carolina, wherever. <laughs> Just let me know. I'm there. Word. I'm there. Hey, man, you want me to hold the camera with you? Whatever you need me to do, I'm there. I got you. <laughs> I'm having them set up all over, too, boy. All eight cameras. I'm controlling all of them. Play it ball. Say less. What kind of woman do you want? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> a feminine woman. A feminine woman. A feminine woman that's comfortable in her feminine, man. Uh, I can tell you what, I, I can't really honestly break down everything that I that I do want. You know, I can just tell you the things that I've experienced and the things let that me, I let me, let me Let me pause you. It don't have to come out, it don't have to sound right. Mm -hmm. Just let it, just, sometimes when you be thinking about it, you be thinking about you be trying to line it up and make it sound like this, make it sound like that. Yeah. This is your interview, bro. Yeah. However you want your woman to be, just spit it out, man. However it come to your mind. I want my woman like this, like that. You know what I'm saying? Just, just right, let right, it flow, right. man. You ain't got to overthink this. This is your woman. Thanks, thanks. How you feel? What, what kind of woman do you want, LaCarrie Dickerson? Yeah, man. Talk so, to me. Yeah, so like I said, she has to be feminine, man. Uh, she has to understand, uh, mm -hmm. understand how I operate. Man. Understand, you know, the things and stuff that I've came from. Understand that, yo, man, it's it's not easy. I wake up each and every day and I am trying to become a better person. So uh, she got she gotta be that that type of woman that you know that under that understands me or at least is willing to understand me. 
she has to be patient because it's going to require a lot of patience, man. I've again, I've been through so much. So, but yeah, so she, she definitely has to be patient, man. Understand, you know, the things that I came from. So I definitely want to want to share stories. You know, she, right. she has to get to know the people that I grew up with, the people that I hang around. I honestly, I want to be the exact same way, you know, uh, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, right? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. And this is just a confession. For the longest, I honestly felt like a privileged woman could not be for me. I honestly felt like the chick that I was gonna spend or the chick that I am gonna spend the rest of my life with has to be from where I'm, where I've been from. <clears throat> which is the hood, you know what I'm saying? She has to understand the way that I think, my mentality. Like, bruh, if you don't work, you don't eat, you know? You don't work, you know, we're gonna end up on the street, like. Mm -hmm. And it took me, it took me years. I'm gonna say up until maybe last year to understand that, you know, she does not have to be from where I'm from to have that dog, that dog in her. And for the longer, I could not get that through my head. I think I had something against, I honestly had something against people, just people, period, that, that had privilege. Spoil. I, man, I could, I, I didn't, I don't understand why, you know, my parents spoiled their children. And for the longest, man, again, I, man, yeah, I was like, if she comes from privilege, bro, she's not for me. Like, we can chill, we can have a good time. But honestly, I don't really see it going anywhere because I just felt like if she don't understand the grind, then there is no way in hell she's going to understand me. It took me on up until like mm -hmm. last year, like during the pandemic to understand like, bro, I was, I was wrong. I was honestly wrong. There are people out there that have been spoiled or that have had, you know, things that most people don't have. They actually had those things and they still have that dog in them. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I think yeah, I stopped definitely stopped putting limitations on people. But um yeah, so she has to be um let me see. How can I how can I put this, man? She got to be uh <laughs> she have to have a financially stable mind. I don't want a woman that goes out here and just spends money for no reason. There has to be some she gotta be good with the good with the money. Yeah, man, that right there, because again, where I grew up from, and you know, this this goes hand in hand with like wasting stuff. That's right, right. crazy. I cannot stand. We didn't waste not one crumb in my house. Don't do it. Don't throw that damn plate away. Hey, I, I will eat that damn food. Don't throw it away. So, what they said, man, a, a wasteful hand make a wishful mouth every time. And so it's, it's certain things that I, I felt like the women that where I came from will understand that and the people or the women that that didn't come from that background, they're not going to understand that because, you know, they grew up with, you know, I'll just throw it away. If you're not hungry, just, just go ahead and get rid of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, man. It's, man, let me tell you something. I think, I think that's going to be like one of the hardest things. And then to pretty much wrap it all up, a clean woman. I am personal hygiene. 
Yeah, yeah, that, like your house, like everything, like mm-hmm. it don't have to be, you know, bleached down every day. But, you know, one thing I cannot, I cannot focus when it's clutter. That, yo, bro, it drives me insane. I can't work. I can't do anything unless everything is spick and span put up. And that's how I'm able to be comfortable and have that dog on tunnel vision that I need to get work done. If everything around me is clean, bro, I can be so much more productive. Like I can get a lot more done. I can be out here, you know, cut the grass, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shoot the video, shoot this dog on video, shoot the podcast and all the other stuff. But if, if, if stuff is dirty, all of this is put on the back burner. I got to take care of this stuff for, first right here because I'm not going to be able to think straight. My mind is going to keep going elsewhere. So she has to be, she, she got to be willing to keep that thing tidy, man. Her, of course, along with herself, herself and her place. Okay. Um, I, got a, I got a question to ask. <laughs> um, with you being a personal trainer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a physical requirement? Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. I'm gonna tell you right now. If the girl has the right mindset, bro, I would date someone that's 300 pounds. But if she mm-hmm. is willing to look herself in the mirror and say, "Babe, I don't give a damn what we have to do. We're gonna get out here. We're gonna grind." Man, listen. I'm gonna smack her big ass on the butt. Let's go, girl. Go ahead. <laughs> We're gonna run together, dog, for real. Because it right, always right. starts with the mindset. And if mm-hmm. you, you know, regardless of how you got that way, you know, whether it was medical conditions, whether you know you you work from home and you just been sitting on your butt, whatever. We're not gonna make any excuses as long as you have that mindset that like, man, let's get up, let's grind. Let's. We, I'm gonna drop this weight by any means necessary. Right. As long as you got my back, you willing to stick in there with me. That's all we need every every day. We're not gonna make not one damn excuse. We're not gonna say anything negative. We're gonna get out here. We're gonna walk and babe, we can we can sit here. If you want to listen to music, we can do that. If you want to sit there and talk, we can we can do that. Like I'm willing to walk with you around this doggone track and we can we can engage in conversation, man. It's a beautiful thing, but it all starts with that mindset. You can be 325. I don't give a damn. For real, I can lift your big ass. That's what I'm in the weight room for. <laughs> what'd you say? 90, what'd you say, what? 125 or 95 to 325? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it don't even matter, dog. For real. It don't even matter. Gotcha. Now, I want to uh, no anorexia chick now. For real. We got to talk about this, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to eat now. You got to eat. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm a country boy. Yeah, you got to. I mean, if you, if you can't cook. You know, I know, I know moms and my sister, they can get you right now. That's all they do. They stay in the kitchen. They don't mind teaching. You know what I'm saying? I right, come from right. cooking family. Word. <laughs> right. <laughs> no size requirement at all, bro. Okay. Let me see. I'm not sure if I should ask you this question. Is there a race preference? Do you, a race preference that you would date? Um, I'm going I'm to put it like this, man. Uh. I have never, ever dated outside of my race. It's always been black women, always, always, mm-hmm. always. And, and if I had a preference, I will prefer to be with a black woman. I was raised by a black woman and I feel like, you know, just me being who I am, I would much mm-hmm. rather have, you know, little black babies and stuff running around here, you know, and yo, this is my beautiful black queen. I was raised by a queen, you know, and, Yo, that's what I decided to do. But, you know, I mean, who, who knows, man? I'm not going to say I'm closed-minded to the fact. But if I did have a choice, I would definitely rock with one of my Black sisters. Absolutely. 
Facts. Okay. Yes, All right. <laughs> I, got, I, yeah. I got some tokens for that one. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that one. That was, that was a good answer. You get some props from me, man. Appreciate it. All day. <laughs> All right. I'm about to move on to the next question. You answered that one pretty good. Um, ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, do you consider yourself a high-value man? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, the requirements for a high-value man to pretty much sum it up, $10,000 per month, uh, $120,000 a year, it's going to kind of depend on uh, where you're staying there. So if you're staying like a big city like, you know, or a big state like Cali, you know, Los Angeles, something like that, it's going to probably go up, uh, New York and all the other stuff. Um, it requires oh. you to be making that money three to five years. I'm not making that. I haven't been making it. Um, it requires you to have a network of, uh, of high value men that are making mm -hmm. something like that, the acceptance. And uh, I forgot what the last requirements, requirements are. So to you, a high value man is just his currency. It's, it's, it's just his network. <laughs> Yeah, that's, so that's yeah, not the only thing that matters with a high value man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so in today's society, a high value man actually it, it didn't come from me. It didn't come from uh from Kevin Sammons that that you know talks about that. It actually started back in the 1980s. That's when people start yeah. putting a number on a high value man. So if you're looking at like te from textbook standards, no, I'm not. I'm not there. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, I have my own intake on that, but I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next question because right. that's your definition and yeah. that's your answer. Well, so, the book, that's the book. That's about a, about that, a book. That, all right. Hey, I, I believe you, man. You, 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 you're definitely a smart brother. You've done your research and that's your reference. So I'm gonna let them arrive. All right. All right. All right. Uh, you ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Do you consider yourself a simp? Um, so I'm going to say I did, I did consider myself a simp, um, because I was raised by my mother and first off, first, first off, first off, what is your definition of a simp? Um, a simp is a guy, um, that displays a lot of feminine, uh, characteristics. That's the reason why I brought up the point of me being raised by my mother. So a lot of things, a lot of lessons and stuff, things that I got was from her, you know? Um, I mean, of course my uncles and stuff were around and my dad didn't really come come around until like the 11th grade. I'm gonna say was when I was kind of seeing him on a consistent basis, which wasn't maybe like maybe once a week, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so nobody was really there to really teach me, you know, masculinity, how a man is supposed to be. So a simp, a simp in the short definition is pretty much a guy that displays more feminine uh, characteristics than uh, masculine characteristics. So if, a simp is not not anything bad, you know. It was it's by by default, you know. I was actually I was actually a simp, absolutely, because I was not taught, you know, how to be a man. And I've actually been kind of figuring out, feeling my way through the dark or whatever, or however you want to put it of trying to become and display uh, oh, masculine traits. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I got sons that are growing up, you know what I'm saying? And I definitely don't want to, and 
and I'm not taking anything away from my mom. Like you have some dope ass mothers out here that are doing an excellent job with just being a single parent. But what I love about uh, King's mom, she says it all the time. And she's one of the only women that I know that will honestly admit. She said, I cannot teach my son how to be a man. I can raise him, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, a man needs to teach him how to be. And I'm like, yo, bro, I never really thought about it. I actually heard that come from a woman's mouth ever. But it, it just it just kind of forced me to look in the mirror, man, and and you know, see some things about myself like that needed to honestly change, which is what I am currently working on right now, man. But yeah, I, I can honest, honestly say, if I'm being completely honest, I had a lot of feminine, feminine characteristics about myself that I have worked on and I am in the process of changing. Okay. We ain't gonna dig too deep in that one. Yeah. You that one pretty, pretty smooth. Appreciate it, appreciate it. <laughs> I believe you, man, I, I believe you. Appreciate that. We're going to move on to the next one. You ready for the next question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Do you consider yourself an alpha male? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I absolutely. Um, from, from the time I can remember, man, I've always felt like I have been a protector, you know, even with me being the middle child. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, I got like 50 kids on my dad's side and six, six on my mom's, but I'm like right there in the middle. I got all together is six. You got I got two older brothers, I got two younger sisters, and one younger brother. So I'm right there in the middle. And more often than not, I had to take up for you know my my little brothers and sisters because they always for some reason you know your little brothers and sisters they always get into it. And staying in Westgate, it was always mm -hmm. a, like yo, <laughs> always all over. <laughs> You can't, I cannot count how many times I done had to come out the doggone house mm -hmm. and fight somebody because of something that they done did. But oh, yeah. brother, you have a responsibility that you got to do, man. You got to protect mm -hmm. your younger sisters. And even it was even one time where I actually I fought somebody <laughs> for my brother, that uh, my older brother. My older brother, I was in what the third grade, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. My brother was in the seventh grade, but he felt like the guy was beneath him. The guy was in the sixth. And I was in the third, I believe, third going to the fourth. And I end up beating up this guy. That's what really, that's what really put my name on the map. After that fight, they was like, oh yeah, that boy got some doggone. Hey. But that come from me getting knocked out by my big brothers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Most of my <laughs> doggone <laughs> getting drugged, boy. Mm -hmm. For real. Yeah. So absolutely, man. I feel like um, you know, alphas, one thing they do is they lead very, very well. And from a young boy. That's one thing that I can honestly say that I've been taught to do. And coming from the callers, I mean, he had to do a lot of fighting for us too. You know, his little brothers had a temper problem, you know what I'm saying? And if you get somebody older, I can't fight them. You know what I'm saying? We got to lead it up to the callers. And that's who I learned from. And when I tell you, my brother is five, four, he might be five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, short. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you there has not been anybody I mean, anybody that's been able to keep up with that dude, I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to put you on your neck and he's going to sit on your shoulders and go to work on your face. He does it so quick. It's scary, man. For real. I'm glad when we got in a fight, for the most part, he didn't really, he didn't punch us too much. Thank God. Thank God. But I remember him breaking somebody, breaking this dude's uh, jaw because he had swung at our aunt or something like that. Big dude too, football player. 
I'm talking about Cock Diesel. Cock Diesel, my brother. Look, look, we call him Look Fit. He went up under, but yeah, but he's always <laughs> displayed. Yeah, he's always displayed that that um that leader role, role man, and that's who I took after. So ab- absolutely. And okay. I also feel like you know what I'm saying I, I do a I do a good job when it comes to leading because I'm gonna always think about the pack. I always want to take us and put us in the best situation. Like I'm when I tell you, I have never left anybody in in a bad situation. As long as you you follow me, you get behind me, I always got your back. That's why when I say I'm a protector, I don't I don't play about mine, man. I tell you, I just hit to the heart for real. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree with everything you saying, man. I've I've known you for damn near twenty years, man. Yeah, you definitely you definitely alpha male, man. You definitely display a lot of leadership uh, qualities, man. Yeah. From high school, man, like a yeah. lot of people yeah. looked up to you, and a lot of people did follow you. So, yeah. that right there, I can definitely confirm that for yeah. sure. Two decades, man. That's crazy. We've been knowing each other for like twenty years, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Man. Oh my goodness, it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, man, for real. So man, proud of you, bro. Um, Appreciate you. I got one. I got two more questions left for you. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. I bet. Based on your last, based on your past relationships, what do you feel you have displayed? Alpha, high value, or simp qualities? Um, so it was, I will say this, it's never been high value. Um, I have displayed a little bit of simp, mm-hmm. um, because when it comes to, I, I feel like a simp again, man, we, uh, you know, taking on those female characteristics and all the other stuff. I feel like I'm, as a man, I would have faced those, a lot of those problems head on. Like, you know, anytime I had any type of, you know, I felt any type of way, you know, as an alpha, you go to that person and you have a conversation with them instead of avoid, you know, uh, or argue without trying to find figure out a solution, you know, just so, yeah, a little bit of simp and maybe a lot more of the, uh, the, the alpha side. But yeah, based, based on my relationships, I was, I would say, I would go as far as to say I've shown I've shown more simp than than alpha though. I will say that. So yeah, yeah. I, I if I'm being completely honest, man, I go ahead and say simp. Yeah. Reason why that's, my that's, relationships yeah. haven't worked. That take a real man to admit, to admit that, man. <laughs> yeah, appreciate. That take a real man to admit that. I, I'm, I'm proud that you was able to answer that honestly like that. Appreciate man. that. A lot of men, they be like, yeah, I was the alpha male the whole time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ran that shit. You know what I'm saying? I ran that shit. <laughs> the goddamn phone ring. Hey, honey, yes. you said pick up what? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, baby. I, I didn't hear you calling the last time. I, 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 I promise I'll answer every time you call me. I'm sorry, baby. You know. Like, hey. not here that. that's, that's some realness right there. That's that's a real man right there. Appreciate answer that question. Honesty. For sure. All right, man, we got one more question now. You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me go. Let me go back to where I was. Actually, shoot, dang, it's a couple more questions I seen. That's why I was close. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple more questions, man. Oh, cool. I'm All ready. Right. All right. Um, based on your last relationships, would they say you were a leader 
and have you asked him? Um, no, I have never asked him, was I a leader? I did ask him, you know, what type of boyfriend I was. Um, but no, man, that's, that's a good question. No, I, no, I've never, I've never asked him, asked him that question. And would they consider me a leader? I mean, based on, based on from what I remember, I would say no, man. I would, I wouldn't, I know I would, I would not follow the old me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Hell no. Hell to the dog. That's, real. that's humility right there, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's humility. You know, yeah, man. That's that's true humility. And only reason, um, the main reason why I say that is because you know all of my relationships ended. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I was displaying good characteristics, you know what I'm saying, and leading okay. the correct way, I felt like you know those relationships would have led to more. I probably would have been married already. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's some honest truth right there. I like that. Appreciate it. All right. Now we we got a we got a little tough question here. You ready for it? Yes, sir. Go ahead and get your sip of water, man, because this this might be a little tough. Uh, yeah, you know we drink. Slap me in the face with it. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, for sure. On a scale from one to ten, I want your honest ranking, and you can't use seven. Your looks. Yeah, we gonna we gonna start with your looks. What you think you rate on a uh, scale of one to ten for looks? Okay. From one to ten, man, I would probably give myself a six, an honest six. A six? What? One out of ten? What, uh, what do you think you you can change on your looks? Um, let me see, man. Well, I'm gonna say this. I wouldn't say as far as change anything. I just felt like God blessed me to be able to to be a six. You know what I'm saying? Like, so why 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 a six? So. When I think about six, six is not bad because six is actually considered considered like the average. Um, so when I think about ten, I think about you know uh, guys that do modeling. You know what I'm saying? They have they have the face, the cheekbones, and everything as far as like modeling. Like they have, if you're a ten, you got the perfect face, the perfect structure, the chin. You know what I'm saying? The little the chin or whatever, whatever that they like or whatever. So, <laughs> and when I think about so, so I mean that's that's other people's opinions, but mm -hmm. what about your opinion of yourself? Do you think that you no. are a ten at no, all? No, no, no. I mean, not, not, I mean what everybody else like, as far as other models and stuff like that. You yeah, know? yeah. Some people just think that models, you know, what I'm saying the male models with the high cheekbones and the, yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm the ways and the cut body and everything like that. They yeah. think those are ten. Yeah. And also, some women like fat boys too. Some right. like you know right. yeah. guys like me with. With a, you know, more sexy dad bod. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So most of these models, right? You see, they got abs, six packs, and pecs, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Do you do you have abs and six packs and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a little. Stuff. Okay, okay, all right. So you got abs and everything. You work out every day, all right? So have you ever had a woman tell you that you asked her? Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any you and, and there's been a woman besides your mama, your grandma, your auntie, yeah, your yeah, cousin, your sister, or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. Somebody that you was not 
uh, blood related to tell you mm -hmm. that you was handsome. Absolutely. So if you got that, you got some, you got women outside of your bloodline telling you that you're handsome and you got have six back just like those models. What mm -hmm. makes you not consider yourself a 10? What makes you rank yourself only a six and not a 10? So when I think about 10, automatically, I automatically think about perfection. So even though, you know, some- So of, you think they perfect? Huh? Mm -hmm. well, I, well, that's what I'm saying. So even though people might consider those people as, you know, perfect or damn near perfect, you know, kind of slide them up in the 10. Now, me personally, you know what I'm saying? Just based on, and this is fresh face, you know, out of the shower or whatever. I don't feel like a six is a bad thing, man. I feel like when I when I think about myself, when I think about my face, I honestly feel like I'm an average guy, which is actually, I think it's a blessing, man. You know, some people out here, they have their, like the twos and the threes. But if I'm being realistic and I'm being honest with myself, I honestly feel like I'm a, what they call an adjustable six. So say for instance, you know what I'm saying? If I go out and I put on clothes or whatever, you know, I got my hair retwisted and fresh cut, I can probably be an eight, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on a good day. So I don't feel like it's anything bad, man. I feel like, you know, that's that's a plus, man. It's a it's a blessing, for real. <laughs> I mean, I feel like God make everybody, you know, perfectly. I mean, it's mm -hmm. justice that could be made to each each individual. But if you have the qualities that, you know, that you like, and you have the qualities that women that that's outside your bloodline like. And you like yourself, right? I love myself, yeah, absolutely. Right. So my thing is this: if you like it, and you found other women that like it, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure in some cases you had some women that loved it. Mm -hmm. What makes you not up here? Just, just, just your, just your looks. Not anything else. Just your look. Yeah. How you look? Yeah, man. So what makes you, make you so? What makes you so low? Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna say it like this. To me, I don't look at that as being low, man. I mean, you know. I could have been a dog on five. Oh, I mean, that's four less than three, that's four. four less than ten. Because we said a scale that's one to ten. That's yeah, ten. Yeah, absolutely. So right. again, I don't look at that as a bad thing at all, man. I still look at it as a blessing. Like, so, I mean, if anybody asks me, I think super highly of myself. But the main thing about me is I'm gonna always be realistic. So if I feel like I'm not perfect, if I feel like I'm not perfect, ten is automatically knocked off. All right. If I feel like I'm not the ugliest guy in the world. One is automatically knocked off. So I come into a, a common ground. When I think about, because I know, you know what I'm saying, and I'm no homo or anything, but I know guys that, you know, that I would consider, you know, nines and tens. And again, in my mind, I feel like, you know, and this could have something to do with, you know, the way the society have you looking at things, but still, in my head, this guy right here is just like the perfect, like when I, okay, let's just go ahead and use somebody, for example, what's the guy's name, uh, Igris uh, Elbus or something like that, whatever his name is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Morris Chestnut, those guys right there would be considered like eight to nine, right? Okay. So on mm -hmm. my list, nobody, nobody has been mm -hmm. 10, the only person that's right. that is God, mm -hmm. but when I think right. about eight to nines, I would consider mm -hmm. those guys because you know, they don't have to put on any makeup or anything like that. Just fresh face. I feel like they can probably pull any woman in the world just based on their face. All right. Check this out. Let me all, forget all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Look at your pictures from when you were, say, high school or middle school. Or let, let's go back to when you, you know, because you, you, you've you been an adult for a while like I have. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to 18. Mm -hmm. Do you think you look better than you did when you was 18? 
Hell no, I, I think I look the same, man. Most people say ain't nothing changed, dog. This nigga look the exact. The only thing that's not changed, <laughs> I got a little bit of chin hair, and I got a little bit mm-hmm. of uh, a little bit of. I'm saying also, so you think you, so you don't think you look any better than you you looked before. You don't think, you know, with the knowledge that you gained mm-hmm. in those what 13 years, right? You don't think you know the knowledge and the of taking better care of yourself. You don't think that has influenced you to look better and feel better about yourself? So, again, so when I think about myself, I already think, you know, I'm God's gift to earth. So it's not any... So if you guys gift to earth, then why you rank yourself so low? Only a six. He blessed, he blessed me with a, with a six face. I'm still God's gift to earth. So my face is not the only thing that I have to offer to the world. They getting the whole package, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Say just to, I ain't saying just the face. You, it said looks. When it said yeah. looks, that's from head to toe. Yeah. I mean, so, so I mean, okay. Besides the face, you probably got some. What you got? Some ugly feet? No, no. I got. I got. I got pretty feet, man. I got pretty feet. Okay. So <laughs> my thing is this: you say you are God's gift to the world. Mm-hmm. Why only rank yourself a six? Because that's. I mean, that's the way I view myself. It's like um, I'm an average guy. I don't look at myself. You know so average, so you saying that average men are a God gifts to the world? Yeah, absolutely. You can still be, you can be average and still be God gift to to this earth. You don't have to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to so have can, a okay. Superman face for that. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't need all that extra stuff, dog. I don't, I don't need that. Like I'm perfect the way that I am. Like you said, God designed us to be who we are, and we mm-hmm. can't all rank ourselves up there at ten. It's got to be. Eights, they gotta be nines, they gotta be sixes, fives, fours, threes, two. But the the thing is, how many people are gonna be open and be honest about that? You know what I'm saying? Even if because there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna disagree. Like I asked this girl today, what do she rank herself? She said a team. I was like, so you put yourself up there with Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and all this. Yes, of course. Come on. Okay, man. take away, take away the money, right? Take away the money. Yeah, I'm talking about this friend face. Right, right, right. right. So mm-hmm. if you found you a woman, right, mm-hmm. and she was sincere, and she mm-hmm. said, you look better than Idris Alba, and you look better than uh, Morris Chestnut. Again, it's a personal opinion. Would you, I, right, I, I, so I, would you would you accept opinion. that? Would you accept that? Yeah, if that's how she feels, absolutely. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with it. If that's how she feels, that's her personal opinion. But if you but ask you are, me, so, mm-hmm. but if you ask so me, I'm, I'm being honest. Oh, oh man, come on, bro. Come on, dog. I don't look like no damn. I don't look better than no Idris Elvis, whatever that dude name is. Right, right. I mean, oh, you put you put my picture up. Let's just say you got my picture right here, and you got Idris or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all the women is gonna go. He ain't even gotta be famous. He's a mm-hmm. nice looking guy, and I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going. I ain't gonna go against the grain. Okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Um, how tall are you? I am six two. Six two and two quarters, I believe. Something like that. Okay. And how much do you weigh? I am currently about somewhere between the ranges. I I measured, I mean, weighed myself in a minute. I'm between 188. And 190, I believe. Okay. All right. Um, oh, okay. So rank yourself as far as your money. Rank your rank your rank your uh I guess your currency. 
my currency, I would give it a two on a scale, on a scale from one to ten. When I think okay. about that's, I mean, that's that, that's that's the. <laughs> This question right here is strictly for the ladies. It's for all the women. Okay. I, I don't care to know, but this is just for <laughs> video purposes only. <laughs> what do you rate yourself? One to ten. Sex. Ah. Uh, you ain't. You ain't. I mean, if you go into detail, I'm gonna just close my ears and we can just. No, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm, gonna, give, I'm gonna give you a number. We can. <laughs> I, would, I would give it a. Uh, I would give it a four, man. Um, okay. And the reason being is because you know, without going into detail, um, my sexual experience has not really been that much, man. It's just been. If I'm being honest with you, the things that I have learned by watching movies, like home movies and stuff like that, I oh, have no. not sit there and actually, you know, been educated on a woman's body, you know, the things that they want, the things that they don't want, you know what I'm saying, like and don't like. And then there's some some things that I don't actually do that most guys would probably have done in high school. There's, there's a lot of things that I have not done. <laughs> At 31 years old, bro, for real. I'm just gonna say it. I don't eat the box, man. At 31 years old, I have never in my life did it. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> At 31, never. Valve ain't even got close to it. <laughs> man. That's why man. I say a four, man. It might be less than that. I mean, women might even put me down at a three. You had a two. They, you won't punish me. You had a two. You ain't never did nothing like that. Mm, okay. All right. Cool. You know? Yeah. That, that's good answer, man. Good answer. <laughs> 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 Why well, I it went family feud over. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer, man. No, they about to bash me for that one, boy. I'm about to get bashed for that. Good. Oh, shit. Man, let me tell you. All right. You ready now? We about to get into some serious things. Now, we got two questions left. Okay. And I, I know I had my Steve Harvey moment in the in, uh, couple questions ago when I thought it was only two, but it was only 10 left. My bad. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a ball head thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, we both complete. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, you ready, man? Yes, sir. So, all right, where do you see yourself next year? Next year, I see myself uh, in Fort Mill. Okay. Pay a mortgage on the house that I wanted, but went off the market, or at least something similar to that. But I want to be staying at Fort Mill, financially mm -hmm. stable, uh, doing doing YouTube full time. Right. So okay. Cutting out the. Uh, I mean, if I do do the YMCA, I just be one day a week. But doing enough to be able to sustain all of my bills just off of doing. I'm just gonna say videos. I ain't gonna say YouTube because I make. 
I make my money on, you know, different platforms through different companies and stuff. So yeah, doing video full time and making, making at least after tax, I'm talking about after tax. When I, when I think about money, I'm always talking about like, you know, after tax and stuff I've been taking out closer to that $80,000. Okay. Okay. Not mad at that at all, man. Hey, that's, that's a good, that's a good goal. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate that, bro. And I think that with the last question, you kind of answered that question. But the last question is, how do you plan on getting it? You kind of answered that question with that, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it and see if you have a different question. I mean, to have a different answer. If you don't, then you can just repeat the same thing. Um, how do I plan on getting there? Oh, so um, as of right now, uh, well, I'm going to say as of maybe a few weeks ago, I've took, I've changed up my days. I am now currently on 17 hour days, which means I am spending as much as my time because I still have to work. Well, I still, I'm not going to say have to, I still work at my part-time job about five to six hours, uh, four days out of the week. Mm -hmm. so, you know, on top of, on top of that, uh, I'm working out, you know, three to I think seven times was the max per day because I want to make sure that my mind, like mentally, I'm able to, to think. And I honestly feel like when I'm working out, that's when all of my creative ideas and everything is just flowing. That's why I always keep my little notebook <laughs> and I write everything down that, I, that I'm thinking about. <clears throat> so, you know, uh, being consistent with those 17 hour days, working out. Uh, constantly putting out uh, videos and stuff on YouTube, um, you know, just the consistency, man, making sure I stay, I stay relevant. And I stay up on everything when it comes to, you know, this, the social media, trying to kickstart this dog on podcast so we can start making money off of this thing. You know what I'm saying? So by, by next year, man, we should, we should be in there just doing every single last thing. When I tell you, I'm trying to make the most out of my 24 hours not spending any time like taking the dog on break because I didn't did that for the first part of my life. The first part of, of uh, from, from zero to 30. That's all I've been doing. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been taking breaks here and there. Now, like I said, I'm going to put my head down for the next year and that's all I'm going to focus on, man. Just pushing out content, pushing out as much stuff as I can. And I honestly feel like I got that now because I Reconnected with a lot of my dogs, Devontae, one of them, man, got the exact same mindset, ready to get it in, you know, focus, got that drive and that determination that I've been needing, the right, the right team. I feel like I, I honestly have that now, man, and I'm ready to push towards that thing. So, yeah, we done kick-started that. Show. Sure. All right. Well, that concludes this interview, man. I'm proud of you. You had a lot of good answers. And Appreciate it, man. really good, man. We got a lot of good truths out of this. And, um, hey, stay tuned, everybody, for the next interview. Uh, I'm not sure what order we're going to go in. I might go next. We might have the girls go next. But just stay tuned Absolutely. on the Truth Podcast. Let's go, man. Appreciate it, D, man. For sure, for sure. All right, y'all. So let me just go ahead and wrap everything up. So that was my version of the interview. Just being able to, to express myself, you know, he asked me a question. I'd be open and honest about everything that he asked me about. And we're going to do this with every single last one of the hosts that are on the Truth Podcast. And 
this is my truth, man. A lot of people have been asking like different questions about, you know, what it is I do, uh, how did I get here, like the whole nine. So that was just a little quick spiel about everything. So I'm honestly going to do another one where I actually go into detail about my story, because I know you guys heard a lot of different things about, you know, the things that I've been through and, and all that other stuff. And just in case you want some more insight, I'll make sure I share that with you guys, man. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end this right here. I just want to thank you guys so much, man, for listening, tuning in, whether it's on your iPhone, Android, on your tablet, your, your desktop, whatever it was, man. Again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Y'all be blessed, and we will see you guys in the next one, man. Peace.